Hello, my beautiful butterflies. It's Delena, and welcome to the first episode of the new and improved era of this podcast where we are going to embrace truth in all of its complexities. We are going to be dropping the masks, stomping on them, even if we've been wearing them for a long time, and embracing ourselves, being ourselves, letting ourselves out, letting the uniqueness of who we are shine and exist and take up space in this world. Thank you so much for being here. Before we start today's episode, I want us to start just by giving ourselves a nice, loving hug. How often do you do that? And I just want you to thank yourself for showing up and doing all that you do. Thank your body for getting you through the day and holding you and keeping you up. And I know that it is not easy getting through the day-to-day and still holding our light when we feel like flickering out. But I see you. And this is the reminder that you have been asking for, that you've been looking for, that you are not alone in this, and you don't have to be alone in this. And we hear you. I have been in the cocoon and doing some deep reflection since the last time we spoke. And wow, have I missed you and do we have so much to talk about. And I honestly couldn't be more excited. I really had to like get over this. Like every time I like stop posting, I start to build this wall of feeling like I can't come back. And it's so strange that I do that to myself because, like, I just make myself unwelcome in my own environment that I try to facilitate as a welcoming place for everyone. And so like over the last like month and into the new year I've really been reflecting and taking a look at some of those emotions and some of those drawbacks where I have hesitation around sharing and expressing this thing that my soul and my heart so badly want to do. Why can't I do it? And so I took I took a little bit of a social media break and 
I've just been, I've just been with myself because I've needed to be. And so I started digging into that because I am yearning and desiring this next chapter, this next stage of growth that I want to embody. Like, I am just so ready for it, but I'm like, Lord, why? What's, what's the hesitation? Like, what, what am I not understanding yet? What or what do I need to understand and see more clearly? And it's kind of like made me really go back to the beginning and my childhood. And it's always so strange to do that, like as I get older. And after, like, the therapy I've done and the people I surround myself with and just the fact that I'm, I'm very good at containing myself and carrying myself now compared to maybe how I would have been, like, five, six years ago. But sometimes I find myself forgetting what I've been through and how heavy it is and some days the realization will come on and it will just be so heavy and it demands my attention and it's overwhelming because there is no escaping it because how do you escape what is yourself and that kind of really made me take a look at how since a child, online and social media, the internet has been my distraction. It was my form of self-soothing, right? Kind of like, like with the trauma that I have gone through and as I grow older, like just more realizations come and they come in like waves where like I feel like I integrate everything. I get a really good grasp. I get somewhere where I'm comfortable and I can go about my day to day without feeling just so terrible about myself and life and the world around me to then only find myself in deeper water where I am tested again to see if I learned everything I learned from the last time as if like okay like you accepted that as truth can you still accept it as truth with this like can you like yeah like it's just like every time I feel like I got it the environment changes a little bit and I'm interacted with in a new way and I'm forced to see how my emotions react and how my body reacts and sometimes it reacts by shutting down and it reacts by avoiding and wanting to hide away from itself and to shun itself 
And sometimes I have a really hard time showing up on here or anywhere because sometimes I constantly feel like to show up, I am implying that I am a better person. And that's just not how I feel at all. And I'm still learning exactly like what that statement means for me. This whole idea that for me to show up in my uniqueness would imply that I think I'm better than somebody else. But I think that just goes to show how much in my life I have had to mask or box myself up to keep other people comfortable. And I think that's what that really boils down to. This notion that when I was younger, my emotions were not met with love or acceptance. No one was there to teach me how to understand them or what they may mean or even that everybody has emotions. I was taught that they were annoying and that they were in the way and that they were a burden and that they, people didn't have time for them and that it was best for me to just be quiet and readily available. And when you are taught that from your parents at a young age, I would argue that all a child wants to do is please their parents, make their parents proud. And so I did my absolute best to mask the fuck out of the situation I was in or any of the situations I would find myself in over and over again because I've also had to come to the realization that there's still things that I like don't know and I don't remember and then that gets so heavy as well and I'm like I have to remind myself like hey like no matter what it is you are still alive in spite of that you still exist and are persevering and pushing on and doing your dreams and creating in spite of that but still to like to take on that weight and to integrate it you guys like if you haven't gone through any serious trauma I really first of all that makes me so happy because that is the type of world that I believe in for us is a world where we don't have to be hurting but if you haven't gone through any serious trauma like that I just really don't know how to explain the grief and the pain that always follows and it just it never goes away because your past never didn't happen I think another reason 
why I have felt so uncomfortable with it is because within the environment that I was in, I found comfort within it, right? So, for example, like, my parents did not pay attention to me. My mom was... I mean... <laughs> God. Sometimes I find myself, like, stopping myself from speaking because I'm like, I don't want to say anything that, like, hurts anybody. But first of all, I don't even know if my mom listens to this podcast or if anybody that is in any relation listens to this podcast or why I would care about why or what opinion they would have about what I say and the experiences that I went through. Like, I have gone through so much therapy to get over this, like, people not believing me and feeling so defeated by it because, like, you just feel like this, like, energy shift where people just, like, view you differently and you just feel defeated. Like, you lost. It feels like you lost. And it just doesn't feel like you can come back from it. I mean, I... I was in fifth or sixth grade when I was taken out of my dad's house and I went through the whole trial and court process. And you guys, my life, you can literally make a movie out of my life. I've had multiple people tell me that I need to write a book that they can't wait to read the book about my life because it is just it is just so juicy there is just no way to give you all of the meaty details in like one sitting there's just not like you have to keep arriving and showing up in order to keep getting your cup filled by me but I promise I can spin stuff for you in like such beautiful ways like I really do believe that that is one of my gifts is my gift of perception my gift of view, my gift of observation, and being to integrate and accept and not judge in the most wholesome, loving, full way. But I digress. When that whole like court trial and stuff was going on, I lived in a very small town in the middle of nowhere, USA. South Dakota, alright, and like, first of all, the town I lived in had like less than 100 people. The school I went to had less than 100 people. My class was only like six people. It was small, very small. It was like, like when I moved to the bigger cities and everything, it made where I grew up in the school that I went to feel like a glorified daycare. Like, it, it's just, it's just strange, like, the dichotomy and the duality between the two. Um, they're just two incredibly different worlds that, again, I just still have a hard time integrating. Like, accepting that that is me. I have to accept that that was the world that I lived in and that shaped me. That formed who I am, regardless of how you may view the events which you have gone through. 
forms you. Unless you are intentional and not letting it touch you. But that is only when you are able to yield that power back and not give it away to everything. It's been a while since we've talked, so I probably have a lot of tangents that I will go on, but I promise I will always circle back to the point, okay? <laughs> but I remember during all of that, I was having, like, a very difficult time. I was really depressed. I wasn't really talking to my friends. And it was really small, small town. So word gets around. Everybody knows everybody. And I remember, and you know, we're like 11. So <laughs> we're 11. And one of my, not one of my, my, my best friend at the time texted me. And was like, oh, you know, like, you don't talk to me, like, what the heck, you know? I was like, I'm sorry, like, I'm just going through a lot. Like, I promise it's not personal. I just, I'm just fucking going through a lot. And she responded with, I don't know why. It would be so difficult if you were making it all up. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, oh my god. To just, like, hear your abuser speak through to people you love. I don't know. You get, it's just like, in a world where I was raised and taught to not make a fuss, not make a sound, and taking a leap and making a sound, it's unknown territory, and it's jagged. And you trip, and you don't like you don't know how to walk over here, and it hurts. And um, there's multiple ways that you can go about it. You can get bitter and resentful, and you can hate everything and everybody around you, and curse the universe, or you can yearn to want to know to want to understand better and that can absolutely be a fault that sometimes I have to stop myself and be like hey you are not a project to be worked on like sometimes there are certain things that we just won't know and that is where my spirituality like really kicks in and like my faith is a very large part in my healing process and where I am, and how I'm able to carry myself the way that I do. But it's, it's a journey as well, as is anything. So then after going through things like that, I have to ask myself, Delena, why do you care about 
how people perceive you on the internet. Why do you care about how per people perceive you at all, right? Because we've done the role when I was a child of being in a box and having no control and keeping the pace and being a good girl and doing everything you're told and it still doesn't make everybody happy and you still get hurt and it's still damaging. Or we can focus on preserving and protecting and keeping our own peace, looking out for our own happiness and our own nourishment. What if everybody did that? And I actually really do mean everybody. What if we could create a world that is reflected through the actions that you do? If you were to focus solely on what makes you happy and everyone else did and you didn't feel like there was somebody else hanging over your back being like, hey, you need to do this in order to fulfill this or blah, blah, blah. Um, imagine the world. I mean, I feel like the earth itself would take just the biggest sigh and you would just physically see the mass lift off of the mass's shoulder. Because if I have learned anything, it's that regardless of what you do, you cannot make everyone happy. And if you are to operate through, well, if I just put myself last and everyone else first, are you to assume that somebody else is always going to put you first? Because, unfortunately, that's just not the world that I was born into, and I, there wasn't an option to not put myself first, eventually. Like, it got to the point where the mask gets so heavy and sweaty and disgusting and you just want to rip it off and you're like, I cannot operate like this anymore. Like, I read Britney Spears' book, The Woman in Me, which is amazing. I grew up on Britney Spears. I had one of her, like, classic vintage Britney Spears Pepsi posters in my bedroom, which I have tried to find like online, even just a freaking picture of it, but I have not been able to find the one. Um, so if you guys have any pictures of Britney Spears Pepsi posters, feel free to send them to me because I want to see that baby again so bad. It's just like burned in my mind. But I read her book and her story is just so interesting and inspiring to me. I love Britney Spears. I always have. And what she has gone through. I just, I wouldn't wish on anybody. And it's really symbolical of just what abusive relationships and like that type of dynamic is really like. This feeling of not being in control. And we as humans all feel that in a sense. But I mean like really having a person over you and everyone in your environment confirm back to you 
that you have no control or choice over anything and you have to fit this mold of a character that they want you to play and you have to play along because a lot of times it's for your own protection that you do so and so that's reading her book and just the way that she talks about the things that she has gone through and the feelings that she had and like if somebody like just so big and beautiful and talented as Britney Spears can go through something like that and nobody stops it nobody says anything at first no like uh, there was just this big comfort in reading her words and how she overcame the complete loss of autonomy as a human being and just like really realizing how much I have felt that loss in my life and the whole like the body keeps the score I don't know if you've heard that phrase but this idea that the body keeps track of everything and in the winter time I feel like that's when it gets so heavy and I kind of like just realized that in the winter time Christmas break of second grade so I was probably like eight would have been when I went to go live with my dad and I think about how much confusion and out-of-controlness and helplessness I maybe would have felt then as a child like just so unsure like I remember my mom driving us up to go see him the weekend before we went to go move in with him and I don't know how long it had been since I had seen him last but I knew that I didn't remember him I knew that here was my mom being like oh here's your dad go give him a hug and here is this tall skinny man reaching his arms towards me and I didn't know who he was and you know I've come that I don't even like you know what I mean I really don't know I don't know what to say but it uh, it's been hitting me like a train this year and that like healing's not linear sometimes I get so hard on myself because I'll be having good days and then I'll have a bad day right where I find that the water's deeper and I'm forgetting how to swim again it's it's hard because I feel like we'll circle back and view things in a different way and I'll have to dissect and accept them in a new way that triggers new pain triggers a old wound that I had forgotten about but apparently I have been functioning on this entire time and now that I'm aware of it I can't freaking do anything <laughs> and it's just like that cycle 
And then thinking, well then, that was then, at eight. And I didn't remember the guy. Like, what, what kind of life did I have before that? What other things am I not remembering? Why am I not remembering them? Because they're painful. I have to, like, come back to some of the things I learned in therapy, like de-evilizing the human body, right? And the fact that it, like, felt like it was just holding all of this stuff over my head. But in actuality, it's just... It's one function is just to keep me safe. It's try to protect me. And it's so hard to view it that way. But to accept that, to accept that when you have been continually told to ignore and conceal and mask your feelings, it's just hard. It's hard. Sometimes I don't want to admit that I'm upset. Sometimes I don't want to admit that something's bothering me because logically, yeah, I know it shouldn't be bothering me right now, but it is. It is. It's bothering me and I'm tired of masking it up and saying that it doesn't. I'm tired of worrying what people will think about something that they didn't go through, about an experience that they didn't have. I'm tired of monitoring everybody else's emotions and experiences to make sure that they're having a good time when I'm not. I'm sick and tired of it. I just want to be myself. I just want to show up and accept the gift of life that I have been given, accept the uniqueness that is within me, and just show up and be that. I am sick and tired of being told that I have to be one thing, that I have to look like one thing, that I have to do one thing, that I have to be somebody else's ease and peace. I don't want to do that. I am sick and tired of it, and my body is sore, and it's tired of being contorted, and I just, I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself. I want to acknowledge what makes me uncomfortable, and I want to explore that and get comfortable with the feeling of being uncomfortable. I don't want the fear of anything to stop me. I don't want anyone to tell me that I can't do something or that I can't be something because I can and I will and I'll literally fucking do it just because you said I can't and I'm just sick of believing that being myself is offensive to others. I'm sick of believing that my experiences and what I've been through is offensive to others.
It is my truth, and I deserve to take up space. I don't deserve to feel shame for what I've been through. I don't deserve to feel shame for finding areas of comfort and peace within those times when I should have been unhappy. I was unhappy. The human way to survive is to find happiness. Because it is not something that is just out there. You guys, it is a seed within you that needs to be watered and taken care of. And... <sighs> Demasking feels good. <laughs> it felt really good to say all of that. I always get caught up and I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say because I'm, again, worried that I'm going to say the wrong thing. Like, like I'm being monitored and watched and it's because I was. I had somebody over me always monitoring everything I did. Every message I did. My father got rid of the house phone so that my mother couldn't talk to me. Um, so my mom would, like, send me phones in the mail to other family members, and they would, like, try to sneak it to me, and then he would confiscate them, and eventually he would just get me a phone because he realized that he wasn't gonna, like, stop my mom from talking to me, and so then he would just watch and read everything on those. And then... <laughs> and then get so angry at me all the time. And again, I'm a child and as I like grow up I like realize that I was a child Miss Rain like those types of people were meant to protect me and show me the way and help me understand things and if I was doing something wrong that was not by my own doing that was not my fault but I just take so much blame because I just wasn't allowed to be angry I was never allowed to be angry but the world I lived in was so angry and it didn't make sense to me because <laughs> it just made me feel so different and it made me feel broken and alien and foreign and it made me seek out attention in other ways and through what I knew worked so we circle back to social media and the internet and I think about how at nine years old here's this device in my hand with a world of people begging for my attention so then I would perform for it. I would escape into my room every day, close the door, and look to these men, pedophiles. <laughs> it's true though, I was a child. Um, that one's uncomfortable for me because I was, you know what I mean? 
<sighs> I just get so angry. I get so angry that I feel shame or guilt for any of that stuff that wasn't my fault. And if this is something that you have gone through at all, and you know I am, I like to be vague, you guys, about the things that I've gone through because... I just don't feel like details are important, and I also just don't like making other people live through what I've been through. Especially, like, when I was younger, like, I I realized that my friends and the people around me weren't exposed to the world that I was exposed to, and I realized how much that world hurt, and if they didn't know about it already, they didn't need to, and I didn't need to be the one that introduced them to these ideas and the reality that you know people can do awful things to other people um and it just made me feel so alone <laughs> I just wasn't allowed to speak for so long and sometimes I get irritated at myself it's just so silly which is just like a repetition of the same cycle where I'm like, you keep saying that, like, it's been so long since it's like, sweetheart. Like, j I don't know. Just like the fact that sometimes society makes me believe, or anyone believe, that you're just supposed to get over things like that. For me, it's like, Delena, you're not going to a race, almost. Like, a lifetime of trauma <laughs> in a few years. And I shouldn't be so upset at myself. I have to also remind myself that the reason that we are able to circle back to these deeper waters and see things through a better way is because we have learned how to swim better. It's because we are able and we're ready to integrate this new thing and accept this new piece of ourselves no matter how heavy and how much it hurts. But sometimes, you guys, I just get so frustrated that after like all this time, like I'm like not done <laughs> that like we just gonna keep processing like i don't ever think i'm gonna be done processing i do think that is a part of like what life is but <sighs> my capacity for this just seems to be so much deeper than the world around me sometimes and i know I know that you feel that too, but then I have to remind myself the whole as above, as below. The whole contrast of light and dark and how one wouldn't exist without the other, right? That that is the whole reason why one needs to exist so that you can have the other, so that you can have this. Like, otherwise it would all just be like one thing and it wouldn't be anything it would be everything and nothing so in order to define it you gotta like personify and personalize and divide it up and this idea that you can only know one as much as you know the other right 
kind of like this flip side of because I'm able to carry so much heaviness, I can reach higher, I can see more, I can carry more. As above, as below, the tree can only grow as high as the roots are deep. And also the idea that I really don't think you'll ever truly be able to find happiness if there aren't pieces of you that are integrated and there's pieces of you that are shunned because then there is always an opportunity for that piece to be triggered by something and that's what makes us uncomfortable. I guess it's necessary to share with you the struggle because sometimes I feel like I'm coming off like I'm putting on a mask of I have it all figured out and that you can do X, Y, and Z and things won't bother you anymore but that's not quite exactly how it works but I do promise you that you can turn those things into beautiful things and that the shit I have gone through has been used as fertilizer for my garden. The garden that I show off and that everybody loves and is admired with. It is important to me to share the journey and to allow myself to vocalize my truths and allow myself outside of the box that I had forced, had been forced into for so long. And it's important for me to stand and be tall and shine my light and be a reminder, be a sign that you can do this and that there's more. I literally grew up in a hoarder house in the middle of nowhere literally like I honestly thought I was probably going to become like a porn star or a prostitute or a hooker or something and I just like I just want to be very real with you that like this life that I'm living is not one that I was able to imagine for myself that I saw poverty and despair and hurt and that was my reality. I got hand-me-downs and free clothes from church basements and lived off of sugar and Coca-Cola. I watched porno videos and flipped through Playboy magazine at the age of eight. If maybe not, if really, I mean, I don't remember what I don't remember, but sometimes the life that I have now, I am incredibly humbled, but sometimes it's hard for me to look in the mirror and accept that I am here. It's hard for me to see myself as somebody who belongs 
in a clean, loving, beautiful home surrounded by decor and my things and space to walk like I can walk without stubbing my toe or stepping in shit and I can go to the bathroom and I can wash my dishes and I can buy new clothes. I work at a boutique where like sometimes a sweater will be over a hundred dollars and I can buy that sweater. What? I I paint my emotions. I paint my emotions. I didn't even think I was creative. I wanted to be, but the moment that I was taught that I couldn't have emotions, all creativity left out the window. And I did not think that I was a creative person at all. I thought I was kind of crazy. I thought I was a burden. I thought I was broken. And I thought I was disgusting. I thought that I let my parents down and everyone I love down. I felt like their unhappiness in the world had to have been my fault somehow. I felt like every form of indiscretion that was aimed towards me was my fault because it was my job to just be the good daughter. And then getting out of that and really learning how the world viewed that, I just couldn't help but view myself as a part of that. Like, no matter what I do, the people that harmed me are half of me. They're my parents. And no matter what I do, it's the things that I went through. And I survived through it, and in it, I performed and I was the good girl and so then I feel shameful for that. Sometimes I feel dirty. Sometimes it makes me afraid to show up because I'm almost afraid like it would be held against me. Like somebody else would know it first and see through the facade and be like, she's a fraud. Um, she's actually like a terrible, terrible person. And that's not true. <laughs> if you are somebody that has feelings like that too, and you haven't been able to verbalize or put words to those emotions in a long time, I got you. <laughs> you deserve to take up space. You are no different than everyone else. I sometimes think about life that way, about how none of us are special, but how special we are, how special life is how not special any of us are. Like, we're all just, like, 
we're all just fucking people. We should not be idolizing anyone over the other. But like also, we are so powerful, cool, beautiful, amazing, talented co-creators with the universe who are capable of literally anything that we've put our mind to. And when I say put our mind to, that means that your belief has to be there belief because that is the fertilized seed is when you believe in it you can do anything and that is so magical and special but like realizing how impersonal everyone and everything is accepting your pain and not Taking it as something formed against you is hard. It's basically spiritual warfare. It's a battle, right? That is the battle between God and the devil. Heaven and hell is in your mind. It's the dancing perspectives. And I'm just here to show up with you, with our swords, and our armor and say that I am dedicated to this fight and I believe that we are lovely, beautiful human beings that deserve love. And like the truth is, is that before I could manage my emotions, before anyone can manage their emotions you have to accept your emotions and before you can accept them you have to identify them and before you identify them you have to acknowledge them and before you acknowledge them you have to be honest with yourself and it's gonna take work but I wanted to take the first step and I wanted to be honest with myself and I wanted to acknowledge and identify and accept these emotions of shame and guilt around showing up online, around feeling guilty for receiving compliments or love from strangers on the internet, feeling guilty for existing fucking a we'll just we'll just fucking round ball that out with that label for basically just feeling guilty for existing i want to pin that out and i wanted to kind of talk i know that i'm kind of all over the place but i think that that's good to kind of just show you how i talk out my emotions and sometimes it's back and forth and sometimes you hop to stories that don't really make sense but then you come to a conclusion that does or you just you feel the conclusion you know what I mean you feel better there's tension lifted off of you and you are able to breathe a little bit deeper than you were before and it just feels so good and if I can help you even just breathe deeper once I feel like I'm doing something with myself <laughs> because I just 
I just can't live and exist without sharing. And I think that that's what I need to do is I need to share so that I'm not so stuck in my head and so that I don't spiral. Because that's what I do is I spiral like no other because I just love and accept everyone so I excuse everything and I just... I would rather harm myself than someone else and that's just not okay. And I think to show the universe what we want and that we are taking our power back and that we are going after our dreams and that we are going to achieve them is one of the first steps is just being like, I do feel this way and that's okay. Like, I don't need to quiet myself anymore. If somebody's uncomfortable with what I'm saying, then it is their responsibility to make themselves comfortable. Or it's their, like if somebody doesn't like my content or my art, it's their responsibility to just like, I don't know, fuck off, go look at something else. You know what I mean? And some people may not like that. But you know what? I have spent too long trapping myself in a box. I have spent too long masking that I can no longer keep parading around as half of myself, as a fraction of myself, as a bunch of chain reactions to trauma that were handed down to me through my parents. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be my own person. I want to facilitate a world of love and acceptance. So here I am, recording in my newly renovated little podcast studio, which I will post for you guys to look at because it is just so cute. It's, it makes me so happy and like it makes me want to show up for myself. And like just the fact that I'm talking, the fact that I'm having emotions, the fact that I'm having feelings, the fact that I'm comfortable and I'm happy and I feel expressive and then I'm going to hit post on this and that I'm going to lock my phone and I'm not going to care. That feels so good. That feels so amazing. And to really like sever the stress that I feel with showing up online, like that idea that I had to like show up and perform again in order to receive love from somebody else, and the fact that they again had something over me that if I didn't do what they wanted, I wouldn't get their love. And that is not what this is anymore. That is not what the internet is. That's not what social media has to be. Not at all. It's a tool for connection and to show up and share. I do not have to worry about how I am being perceived. I was like thinking to myself earlier, right? Like, you know, people like seeing me in any sort of like negative view when like I just like don't believe in viewing people in a negative view or whatever. And my mind was kind of like, okay, so you mean to tell me that you're fearful that somebody is going to view you as something that you don't believe in. You're afraid 
that somebody is going to view you as something that you don't believe in, aka a slut, aka a whore, aka a terrible, malicious, disgusting human being, right? Like, I, how? Also, why do we care? Like, if we can understand, like, if we know and we understand that somebody only comes to those conclusions because they, too, are hurt people who are confused about their emotions and who are very bitter and turned off to the world because <sighs> that's just what's happened to them through the... Like, if that's the case, why do I take it so personally? And I'm not going to anymore. And I don't want you to anymore either. It's 2024. It's a new year. It's the year of the number eight, which just vibrates at authenticity and truth and abundance. It's the number of justice and revealing and acceptance. And I am ready full fucking swing in my sword. I'm ready to battle the other perspective. I'm ready to show up. I'm ready to be myself. <laughs> I feel like I said, like, I hate when I'm trying to say something confident and, like, empowering and I, like, stumble over myself. Doesn't that just make you feel so stupid? <laughs> but, like, I am just, I'm ready to show up and be myself. And, yeah. I'm probably, like, do I sound annoying and dumb? Maybe, yeah. Should I care? No. Because it feels good to be silly and dumb. It feels good to express and have emotions and feelings and to have my own opinion. And it feels good to share my thoughts. And I deserve to. I deserve to take up space. And I am just as much a light in a life on this planet as anybody else. And if I believe that for everyone else, I need to believe it for myself as well. So if you are somebody who has spent so long masking and trying to please other people, you deserve to take up space too. I wanted to read this little excerpt from The Woman in Me the book by Britney Spears because I just I just really loved how she wrote this at the end of her book and she just goes freedom means being goofy silly and having fun on social media freedom means taking a break from Instagram without people calling 911 Freedom means being able to make mistakes and learn from them. Freedom means I don't have to perform for anyone on stage or off stage. Freedom means that I get to be as beautifully imperfect as everyone else. And freedom means the ability and the right to search for joy in my own way and on my own terms. It took a long time and a lot of work for me to feel ready to tell my story. I hope it inspires people on some level and can touch hearts. Since I've been free, I've had to construct a whole different identity. 
I've had to say, wait a second, this is who I was. Someone passive and pleasing, a girl. And this is who I am now, someone strong and confident, a woman. So moving forward, I seek to embody my woman and to share that journey with you, to allow myself to be human and to make mistakes and to not worry if somebody's gonna like freak out at me because I am a grown ass woman and I cannot be in trouble. Nobody has authority or autonomy over me but me. Nobody. So I need to take that power back and I need to stop letting just the fear of triggering something stop me from even attempting, right? I need to allow myself to show up and I want to share myself showing up. I want to share the struggle because I don't feel like the struggle is shared enough. We just see people show up online and they're beautiful and they're gorgeous because aren't we all and you isolate the things that are different the stuff that you lack and then that's all that you can see and I just never want that I never want to give off the impression that I haven't I never want the impression that I have it too easy and again not <laughs> not because of what other people think but just because I think it's important for people to see because um, I want to stand tall and be a lighthouse for my inner child and my little girl and show her that she is capable of amazing things and she can survive the unsurvivable and we are not just a result and an outcome of the experiences we have been through we are so much more than that and we are allowed to get in there and take the clay back and start molding it ourselves. So that's what we're going to do. I also I redesigned the podcast cover um, to help mark this mindset change into this new year together. And I wanted it to be symbolic of me redefining my relationship with the online world and no longer viewing it as a place that I went to <laughs> to be used again um, but as a place that I get to connect with you and we get to create a world that we are happy to live and exist in and I am just so excited to explore 
deeper into this realm together. We're gonna get raw and unfiltered. We're gonna laugh. We're probably gonna cry, but you know what? We are not gonna be alone and we will navigate this together because that is so important that we have each other and that you're not alone. Our online garden is expanding into a YouTube page. The vines and the flowers and the seeds have already started to spread their way over. And I'm going to start sharing all of my guided meditations and affirmations over there. And more fun, magical stuff to come that I just don't... In creation. In creation. If you have requests, you can let me know. But you can find me on YouTube at Delina Rain. And I just want to start posting more content there where on like just the day to day. Because, you know, I recognize that I don't, I'm not always showing up on the podcast. And sometimes that, that can be difficult. But affirmations. And meditations are something that I would love to do every single day, even just as for myself. So I think it's a really nice accountability way for myself to share those with you, to show up and do them together. Um, you know, I just feel better doing them with a friend. So you can go ahead and hit subscribe over there just to be notified when new videos are uploaded but I do think that that is all that I have for you today I kind of just like spit out a lot and hopefully it made sense if not you can just throw the ball of yarn back at me and we'll we'll find a cool little sculpture to make with it or something or weave it into a net I don't know we'll figure something out with it okay <sighs> if this time of year isn't feeling exhilarating to you like a new year sounds like it should be also like don't forget that rest and solitude and the hermit mode and all of that shit is very important it's a very important step of the process so if that's where you are at that's totally okay the astrological new year doesn't actually even happen until the end of march when we enter into aries and i'm also a believer in the concept of like personal new years that you have your own clock and chapters that you're going by in your own life, but the whole point being is that we are not meant to all be on the same page and on the same path, and we should embrace those differences, the things that make us unique. And so if there's something that's making us feel uncomfortable, if there's something that we're fearing and you're feeling like the world's going to judge you, just meet me here and we can talk about it and go through it together and we can break it down and we can integrate it into something beautiful, into something that makes the world brighter.
I love you so much, my butterfly. Hit that subscribe button to stay up to date when new episodes are dropped, and I can't wait to explore deeper. I'm sending you love, and until next time, mwah.